This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. It has been a very weird year. More people have gotten dogs this year, more than usual, for sure. It makes sense to me, though, because the busy times of the year for me are the times when people are spending more time at home, like spring break, summer break, winter break. These are typically the times when I get the most calls. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so that you can spend those long days at home in a productive and enjoyable environment. I am Benny Copeland, behaviorist to those stay-at-home dogs, trainer to the peoples that own them, and just like you, the listener, a lover of the dogs in my home while I work. You may even hear beans chewing on a bone. The most common behavior I have been challenged with this year and during this weird and crazy time when everybody seems to be at home is dog separation anxiety. I've done shows on that in the past and most specific show I did was episode 077, Dog Separation, Anxiety, and You. I should have named that this, I guess, but I did name it Separation Can Be a Problem, which I hope you understand is about separation anxiety when you look at the title. Most of the time, this anxiety comes from normal coming and going of you, the dog lover. Now, I'm getting more clients that have spent so much more time with their dogs that the owner and dog both tend to have uh, anxiety issues about being separated. Does this mean that you're spending too much time with your dog? Maybe it is that you haven't given your dog any time alone that he needs to understand that it's okay for you to be separated. Many dogs and breeds of dogs that do get attached to a single person are the ones that spend a lot of time with that person. If it is the case that your dog has the propensity for being stuck to you or your family, then you are in for a big surprise when you try to separate from your dog or your family. Also, dogs don't do change very well. So some people that are going back to work in person or back to school are now separating from their dogs when all of their time has been spent with that dog, especially in the early years of the dog's life. So let's sneak out of the house and into the topic for more info right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? 
Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. First, I will talk to you about the definition of separation anxiety as it pertains to dogs and owners. And then next, I will give you some examples and signs that you might be seeing that would indicate that your dog might have a separation problem. And then lastly, we'll talk about some things you can do to help your dog through these issues. Now, As a definition, a dog will become anxious, agitated, or depressed when their guardian leaves the home. And in the dog's world, and at a higher level, the dog may even start to show those signs before the owner leaves, or even attempt to prevent the owner from leaving the home. Within just a few minutes of the separation, the dog may exhibit physical signs, such as barking or howling, panting or drooling, And in some excessive levels, I've seen self-inflicted injuries or injuries from trying to escape like a crate or something like that. Or there may be even destruction of the home, especially around the areas where a dog thinks he may be able to get out, such as a door or a window. Now, there aren't many sources that really explain why this behavior is prevalent in some dogs and not in others. What I've seen are dogs of the same breed that are mostly fine with the separation, and then of that same breed, some are not. There is no one particular trait or size or breed of dog that I have seen that could or would not have separation anxiety. And this leads me to believe that it is based more on the dog's personality, self-confidence, or the environment. Dogs that have been with or around their owners or maybe even another dog and then have become dependent on that dog or the owner for their livelihood can be more anxious than others, especially if that dog was not socialized with other dogs or very many other people in their lifetime. I remember seeing Oz go through a very slight depression after Molly died, and yet Because he was not dependent on her, he was really able to adjust after that short mourning period. I have seen and heard of dogs that were left with their litter for months after weaning, and then when it was time to move away or find a new home, they went through very long periods of depression or anxiety, especially when the owner would leave with that dog or take it to a new home. 
There are many other things that could create the anxiety with your dog, and I will mention them, but as for the purpose of this show, we're going to really concentrate on that dog that has become dependent on you, the dog lover. Those other reasons that may cause anxiety are a change in residence, a change in household, such as, like I mentioned before, a dog dying, or maybe even a person moving in or out, a change in your schedule that could happen as if you were going back to work or having to go to school, or a dog having to be rehomed. Now, in most of those cases, if the dog has become very attached to one person, especially if they have developed a dependence on that person, there will be some anxiety around those common changes in the dog's life. Then what do you do? How can you help a dog get beyond the problem and start to live a calm and stress-free life? First, as with any behavior changes or something that might happen suddenly or you just are starting to notice, consult with your veterinarian to make sure it is not medical. Now, in, in extreme cases, there may be even medication that can help your dog get through these issues or at least be calm and relax. If your dog's level of anxiety is so high to need medication, then finding a behaviorist in your area that can help you work with your dog while on the meds can go a very long way to getting your dog through the issue and off the medication as well. I have definitely done that with some clients. Because some of the treatments and training can get pretty involved and especially in an excessive case of anxiety, I'm not going to go into depth about those things that you can do to fix that excessive case. I w you will need a behaviorist that is familiar with those treatments and training and have them help you through the process. What I am going to talk about today is for a dog that has maybe a mild to moderate case of separation anxiety. One of the big triggers for your dog is your routine. Dogs really understand your routine because your body language is the number one way they have learned from you. Have you ever noticed that when you are leaving, your dog tends to know that they may or may not be able to go with you? I know that even before I reach for the leash, my dog Oz either is just watching me or hanging out. And if he knows he's going to get to go, he'll start doing, start spinning and do some small hops. He's noticed by my body language and he recognizes something in me, whether it's facial cues or maybe even something I said that he's going to get to go with me before I even grab the leash. Well, your dog recognizes these things in you as well, and it may start that anxious behavior long before you even start to leave your home. One thing you can do is change your routine. Put your keys in your pocket long before you leave, and even at a time when your dog can't see you, that might help. Leave from a different door if you can. So one day the front door, next day a side door, next day through the garage, whatever. Try to leave through different doors so there is no routine as to how or where you leave. 
get dressed and ready to leave an hour or two before you actually have to leave. So you're not getting ready and then running away from your dog. They definitely notice those routines and you probably have those routines as you're getting ready to either go to work or to leave for the day as it is. Now, sometimes you can actually fake your dog out by going through all those normal routines and then not leaving at all, like get ready for work on a Saturday or Sunday. So that would be something that he would see you do and it might desensitize him to you getting ready in those normal times anyway. Now, make sure another thing that you can do is make sure that your dog has things that he can help keep him occupied while you're gone. There are so many toys that can occupy a dog, and there are things that you can do, such as fill a Kong with a frozen treat. Make sure that treat is not always the same treat, so it'll keep him interested. Give him a new bone every now and again, maybe one with filled with marrow or some other filler. I've even taken those bones and put peanut butter inside them and filled them up again. So, um, and again, make sure it's the kind of peanut butter. You don't want to use the sugar-free peanut butter. We've talked about that in the past. But you can reuse them and fill them, and the bones take a long time to get through um, and go to some of my past episodes to make sure you know when a bone is ready to be thrown out. Now, the big and the one of the big things that you can do to occupy your dog is is to swap out those toys so they don't get bored with them. So don't use the Kong every day. Maybe use the Kong Monday and Tuesday and fill it with a different frozen treat, as I had said before. Now, on Wednesday and Thursday, you might get some of those puzzle toys that a dog has to decipher. I've seen the ones where the dog has to lift something up or move something with his paw or nose in order to be able to find a piece, a small piece of kibble or treat or something in it. Um, and it becomes something that the dog can really spend its time with. So you might use that and a different puzzle toy on Monday and Tuesday or Wednesday and Thursday and then Friday and then the next Monday use the bone and do the bone filled with different things. By switching these things around you actually make him look forward to something new each day and by rotating these very few things that you have you can actually make it interesting the next time he gets it maybe a week or a few days later. So that is something that you can do to actually help a dog to stay occupied while you're gone. The other thing you could do is to leave for short periods of time and then work toward longer periods of time, especially if you're now working at home. Your dog tends to be anxious for even the little times that you're leaving. I know if I was to walk out my door, I could actually walk around my block in less than five minutes. So I could leave and go around the block and then come in and Hopefully, the dog, my dog will be calmed down when I come in. But if not, you may notice that he still goes nuts, whether you're gone five minutes or five hours. When you do walk in, don't give your dog any attention until he calms down for at least a minute. That means you totally ignore him and walk around and go through your normal routine until he's calmed down for a good minute or so before you can give him attention 
once you've come home. By getting excited with your dog when you come home, it only reinforces that anxiety, especially if they're crated and you're being excited way before you go to open the crate. You're teaching them to be excited about your arrival, so when you're gone, that anticipation can sometimes grow. And so you don't want your dog to be excited about you coming home Maybe only excited when you leave. One of the things that I do with my dogs is I only give them treats when I leave. So they actually get a little excited when I'm leaving because they get a treat. Now, again, like I mentioned, if you do crate your dog, crate him sometimes while you're at home. Again, if he gets all excited, just get a lot of attention going in. But when you're letting him come out, Give him no attention, none at all coming out of the crate, and that gets no attention. So the excitement is about going in. But let's say you're going to stay home for a few minutes and your dog still is excited when he's in the crate. Make sure he can be calm for a good 30 seconds to a minute before you let him out. And then again, ignore him as he comes out and ignore the excitement. If he's good in the crate, and you can reinforce that calmness, so let's say he's good for a good minute, you can go over and say, what a good boy, in a calmly tone. Let him know that he's doing good. If he starts to get excited when you talk to him, just get up, turn away, and ignore him until he calms down again. Now, with all of those things, like I said, this is for a moderate to um, uh, mild case of anxiety. You can do those things, but the biggest thing that you could do is basic training. Remember earlier when I said that I was led to believe that anxiety is based on a dog's personality, his confidence, and the environment? Well, if you can really help build your dog's confidence, then you can really go a long way to helping your dog be less anxious. One of the big commands that I teach is the place command, and it really does build a dog's self-confidence. I just did a show on the place command just a few weeks ago. It might help to go back and listen to that, and you can. And I talk about that a little more in depth. Doing something for you while you are doing other things, makes a dog understand its place in the hierarchy and helps him to learn to make better choices on his own. So when he's doing something as a command for you, like holding a place or something like that, then it does really help to build his self-confidence. Now, I hope this has helped with your dog if you're having this issue. Remember, the things that I've talked about today are when a dog has a mild to moderate form of separation anxiety. For more extreme cases, please consult with your doctor and hire a behaviorist to help you and your dog personally. In summary, today we talked about the growing common problem, separation anxiety. You discovered that personality, confidence, and environment have a lot to do with this behavior. You also learned that with some work and small changes, you can actually help your dog through this issue. And for extreme issues and extreme behavior, do basic training, consult your veterinarian, and hire a behaviorist. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. 
Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.